I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just a little button, but I just can't seem to get it sometimes. Good morning again. Hey, we're going to be starting out in Matthew uh, chapter 28 this morning. We're actually going to be in all four Gospels. So uh, we're going to start in Matthew and, and work our way down. Uh, we're in the seventh week of our series called Balo. Balo means to cast. And so we've been talking about casting the invitation, casting the good news of Jesus. Um, and so we're going to be looking at uh, what, what is this, where do we get this from? Why do we even, why do we need to Balo? Why do we need to do this? Um, so when I think about the invitation, when I think about sharing Jesus, um, and the invitation, by the way, is the good news that Jesus saves, right? That's the message. That's what we're sharing. I think about the word go, go, right? That, go. And it's scriptural. We'll see in a minute. It's this word go. Now, I don't, <laughs> I was trying to go, oh, I don't know if everyone's going to understand this, but I think you probably, we'll see. I don't know what age it is. I don't know if it's like middle school, early middle school, what age it is when you, people start going together. I'm doing their quotes. You know what I'm talking about? Is that still like it's like we're going together, right? And, and so you would go with someone and, and, that would, and, and there would be the adult in your life that would ask the question. Um, they thought they were like hilarious and they would be like, well, where are you going are you with me? Has this happened before? Like, are you actually going anywhere? And, and you just like want to die and curl up in a ball. And, and, and the reality is, and the response would be, well, when you had to finally admit it was, no, I'm not going. We're not really going anywhere, but we really like each other. Like we're just, we're, we don't go anywhere. It used to be you would, with the really long phone line, you would like talk on the phone. Um, here you go. You ready for this? This this will tell you. I, I was talking to this boy, Arthur Wapskinny. When you live in Oklahoma, you have interesting names for people. And I and Arthur Wapskinny and I were talking on the phone, and we would talk when Dukes of Hazard was on, and we would be on the landline talking on the phone. Sorry, honey, I did talk to other boys before you. Um, me and Arthur Wapskinny were talking on the landline. Watching the Dukes of Hazard. That was, and nowadays I think it's just, you're just texting each other. But that's what we were doing. So it, you're the riveting television. I, I digress. We were going together. Okay, we weren't going anywhere. And um, here's the reason I say that. And this is why I kind of want to put that image in your mind about going. Um, I think as, as is the way of the elders, I now do that annoying thing and ask the children I know who are going with someone, like, so where are you going? You know, and they're like, oh, please stop existing, you know. Um, we're not really going anywhere, but we like each other. I think as believers, this is going to hurt a little bit. I think a whole, whole lot of us say we're going and sharing Christ. But in reality, we just really like the concept of it. Like we say we're going, but we're really not going. We say we're going, but we just like the idea of it. There's really no going that's happening. And so with this going, but not really going scenario in our minds, would you turn to Matthew chapter 28, and we're going to look at the Great Commission. 
It's called, it's been labeled by the people that put the, the, the Bible together, the canon together. This is the Great Commission. I would like to rename it today for simply the purpose of the message is let's call it the Go Commission. The Go Commission. Because this is the God-inspired, Jesus-spoken, Spirit-empowered Go Mission of the church. This is the going of the church. This is when we say, I'm a follower of Jesus. This is the following of Jesus. Here's what Jesus says, beginning in verse 19. Familiar verse. Hear it with new ears, church. Okay? Hear it with new ears. Jesus says, therefore, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you, always to the very end of the age. I want you to notice something in this Matthew text. Before we look at the other gospel accounts, I want you to notice these three clear parts of this go commission that Jesus shares. There's a mandate or a command, if you will. There's a mandate, there's a mission, and there's a message that we see here in Matthew 28. A mandate, a mission, and a message. Look at the text again. Go. It's right there. Go. (laughs) That's the mandate. It's to not sit around thinking and praying, but to get out there and to go. Go do the work. Go do the, get out of the building and go and be the church. Go to the ends of the earth. We know this is the first thing. Go. Mandate. Now, what's the mission? The mission is to make disciples of all nations. Are we looking at the text? Go back if you would, right? Go and make disciples of all the nations. All right, that's the mission. It's to continue this. Continue Jesus' mission of proclaiming the good news. And then here's the message. You kind of, you you mash them up here. It says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? Baptizing them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the message. The message is, you know, John the Baptist was baptizing people, but it wasn't that message. This is the message of who God is. This is what's being said. This is about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And then here's the rest of the message. Teach them to observe all that I've commanded you. So you have a mandate and a mission and a message, and the message is the fact that Jesus' death for the forgiveness of sins, this is what it's all about. New life, his bodily resurrection defeats death. This is the gospel. So we see here in this first go commission, right? A mandate and a mission and a message. This isn't the only place, though. Turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 16. Mark 16, verse 15, and what we find here is another account from the disciple, Mark. They're all quoting Jesus. If you have a red-letter Bible, you notice this. Mark 16, verse 15, this is what he says. He's quoting Jesus. He says, Jesus said to them, ready, go. Go, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. 
So it's like a summation of, of what we just read in Matthew. Mark was a pretty concise guy. So where's the mandate? It's right there. Go. What is the mission? It's to go into all the world and preach to where? To the whole creation. This is what that means. And the message is the gospel. The gospel, the good news of Jesus. Go. This is actual going. This is really going. Now turn to Luke chapter 24. This is the go commission in Luke. Luke 24 verses 45 and 48 through 48, excuse me. Um, in Luke 24, what we see again, if you've got red letters, you'll be able to find it much more quickly. This is Luke's recording. Beginning in verse 45, he says, Then he, talking about Jesus, he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. All right? Now, this is not quite as obvious as Matthew and Mark, right? We're talking about the Go Commission. Not quite as obvious, but Luke refers to the message as the disciples are witnesses to the truth. All right? So here's the message. He refers to the mission when he said, in the context of this divine will of, for the gospel to be proclaimed to all the nations, all right? So we see this reference to the message and the mission, and then we can infer the mandate here to go because they were being prepared for something. First of all, their minds were opened. Then they were witnesses to what was going on, and then they were told they were going to receive power. So we can infer the, the mandate here to go. I mean, it wasn't just that you were going to get it, is you were going to do something with it, to go. So we see this here, this go commission. They're actually going. They're actually doing. Then there's the go commission in the gospel of John. Turn to John chapter 20. John 20, and in verse 19, what you see here, again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. This is the go commission as well. Here in the gospel of John, John records this explicit mandate. I am sending you. Which we go, oh, that means I am going somewhere. If I'm being sent, that means I got to go. But the, miss, the, the, the mission and the message here in John are implicit. We have to, they're implied. Jesus says, as the Father has sent me. This implies that the disciples' mission and message are the same as Jesus' mission and message. Mission and message. Yeah, I got it. You say that a bunch, you mix it up. Okay, so it's the, it's, you imply this, but you see it, it's right there. This is the go commission. 
Now, even the book of Acts gives the expression of the Go Commission. It's one we went through quite regularly for about 26 weeks. Turn to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And Jesus... spoke to his disciples and he said but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jesus is giving this explicit mandate and mission to his followers. You will receive power and you will be my witnesses. And, and, and do so in specific places. The message here is implied. Jesus says, my witnesses. That means we're not just coming up to talk about whatever we want. We're there to, to talk about what Jesus has witnessed, what he has shown, what he has said, what he has done, and he has now given it to us. The disciples' message, just like we, we saw in John, the disciples' message is the same as Jesus's. The Son of God comes to bring salvation to the ends of the earth. To go. To go. Go. The, and you see that increasing scope and impact of the gospel. You start local, then you go out, then you go out, then you go out. And you see that. To go. All four gospel accounts and the book of Acts record that Jesus sending his disciples. Either Jesus before his crucifixion and death or the resurrected Jesus. You see him sending his disciples into the world to proclaim. He says, go, go and tell this good news about who I am. Tell them Jesus is Lord. Tell them, make them disciples, teach them. Go. This is Balo. This is what we've been talking about. This is when we say, what do I share? This is what you share. This is the invitation that you offer is that Jesus is Lord. That there's no other way. If you go back to Matthew 28, 18 real quick. Matthew 28, 18. I want you to see something. This is what I would call the pre-qualifier to the go invitation, like the, the, the go commission. It's the pre-qualifier before he goes into the therefore go. We all know that. Here's what he said. Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go. So it's like, therefore, you're going, what are you going on? Are you going on your own power? Are you going on your own personality? Are you going on all that you've memorized? Are you going on, do you feel like it that day? Are you going, is that what you're going under? Is that how you're operating when you go? Or are you going under the authority that has been given to Jesus Christ, who is now giving it to you? This is what he says we do. We go under his authority based on Jesus's authority which is all the authority. There is no higher one. All of that authority has been given to you. It's been given to me so that we will go. We'll go. Go with the authority of Christ. That's why we can. That's why we should be people who have this idea of, of sharing who Christ is in all manner of our lives, in all places of our life, wherever we find ourselves, to cast this invitation, this message 
of Jesus. So go. See, I'll, I'll repeat what I said at the beginning. I think for many of us, we say we're going, but really we just like the idea of it. We're not really going. Which leads me to a group of people who have lived out Balo and the go command this past week. We sent them out as a church to go to Central America. Check this out. Okay. okay. Well, good morning. Uh, my name is Brian Crouch. Uh, I was one of the uh, 11 people who went on this trip. Um, God is good. And he is incredible, and he is working. Um, and we all got to see that firsthand uh, through this trip. Um, the themes of this trip really came up. We had a lot of newness. There was a new community we were working with. This was a new trip for the porch. And it was great to see how relationships developed. First example, uh, the, the 11 of us that went together, we really didn't know each other. And now I consider these people uh, close friends and Love that we got to share this opportunity. And with that, I'd like them all to stand so we can acknowledge uh, as a church these amazing people who went. They followed God's message. And it's, it was incredible. We, I, I, can't, I feel like that's the word I just keep saying. Everyone asks, how's the trip? Incredible. Uh, it's so hard to put into words, um, you know, in, in a simple interaction. Um, but one of the cool things about this is it's relationship building. God is in the country we went to. He is working. The church there is incredible. The pastors are loving it. And we had an incredible opportunity to really build relationships with two families. And we built two houses in two days. And the first family that we got to build with uh, was this family right here. This little man, he was precious. I mean, he was the epitome of a kind of like a cute little old man. He followed around and he was telling the workers what to do. And he, and he had that low rumble. He talked to me at one point. I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, but he was incredible. He lived in a house that was very simplistic, dirt floors. And we built him this 12 by 12 house with a cement floor. And we went to do the dedication. And he started and he asked, can I share? I'd like to share what we, you know, with the, the team. And we were like, you know, that's not what we're here for, but absolutely, you know, this is about you. And he looked at us and he said, I don't know what I did to deserve this. And it's so incredible to experience that because it's, it's reminiscent and it's apparent in Jesus' message. We don't deserve any of this, but God, but God comes in. And it was cool to see how this man, for prayers, for months, he prayed for a new house, a house that was better for his son. And we gave that to him. And then he turned around, and y'all, you know, he prayed for us. And he said, I want to bless you all. May your families be blessed. May you all see God's presence in your life. And it was incredible. And it was good I had sunglasses on, because just tears. And then the second family that we got to build for in, in Central America uh, was this, oh, this beautiful family. And the cool thing about these trips is we get to sit and we get to be in relationship with them. They are there with us, watching us build their new house. And it's so cool to just see, and this family was a mom and three little girls, and the joy that this family had. 
lot of times we go on these trips and we think, oh, you know, the poor people, we're helping the poor people. These people are richer than we are because their lives are focused on Christ and they're focused on his fulfillment of their needs. And she, as we did the dedication for her house, she looked at us and she said, again, it was another theme, I don't know what I did to deserve this, but God. And she thanked us and she thanked what we did. And then she turned and as a father of three myself, I looked at this and she goes, I know tonight my girls will be safe. Yo, that's powerful. Um, God is good and he is answering prayers in the country we went to and he is doing a mighty work. And it's such a cool part to be a part of this journey and, and to lead this trip and to, to go and do it. We had such a great time and I got to meet some really awesome people. Uh, and build relationships and it's incredible um, and it was just a really awesome trip um, but there's lots of perspectives and everyone has different things they bring to the table and Jess has a super cool story of how, how the trip was for her so I'm going to let her tell it. I feel like God sent me on this trip um, for a specific reason um, in my daily life I'm a therapeutic massage therapist and um I just wanted to go along. Um, a friend of mine asked me, do you want to go on this trip? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. So I'm like, this will be a great opportunity to spread God's love and, you know, get to see another culture and practice my Spanish. So um, um, I go over there and we start building. And um, Megan and Than are from the Hope Project. They are just awesome. This whole the whole experience was so organized because they are wonderful missionaries and they're so good at what they do. And Megan came up to me and she was like, um, hey, you're a massage therapist, right? Can you come do some some work on Senora Sulema, which is the pastor's wife? And um, I was like, yeah, yeah. She's, she had some pain that she'd been experiencing due to working super hard for her whole life and she could barely lift her arm. And so I just worked on her, did my thing that I do in my regular daily life. and. After a few minutes, her muscles started to release, and then I kept on working, and I'm talking to her, and um, I'm, I'm enjoying it, she's enjoying it, and then afterwards, she, she hugged me, and she said, thank you so much, I can see better, I can breathe better, I'm in less pain, I don't, I can lift my arm, I just, I, f I feel like God sent me to do that for her. She said, I've been praying that for this for so long, and thank you. So that was the highlight of my trip. The whole thing was amazing, incredible, but uh, that was the highlight for me. And I'm so glad that God sent me on this trip and I got to do this. Hey guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey guys, I also got the opportunity to go with the Hope Project and go, just go and serve for him. Um, for the Lord and I got to work with some of the kids there and as a younger person I got to see a whole new perspective on how they lived um, here as a kid I know that we're very focused on material possessions and things that we have and don't have and what we need and don't need but there it was so different because they did they didn't need what we think we need like the clothes that we have we think what we what's trending we want and we need the new clothes or we want or we need the new shoes 
and we need all these things, but there, all they needed was God. And it was so powerful to just see that and to see a new perspective on how people and how younger people did things and getting to paint their nails and seeing how happy it made them. It was just, it was really awesome. And I loved it and I'm so thankful. Hang on, y'all stay here, y'all stay here, stay here. And this is just three short examples of what you saw going on um, uh, this past week. And there's more. So you saw who stood up. They, they would have a story to tell you. They have many to tell you. Um, this is the going. This is the going. This is the go that Jesus talks about. And listen, yes, it is going to Central America. It sure is. But it's the same go that is to go to your family. Uh, to go to your coworkers, to go to your classmates, uh, to go to the neighbors. It's the same. It's the same because the message is the same over and over and over again. We don't deserve it, Brian. We don't. But because of what Christ has done, because he has saved each and every one of us, we share that message. We go and share that message because the life we have, the promise we hold, doesn't mean our lives are perfect. Do we have perfect people up here? No. We've got to get off the stage if that's the requirement. We've got to leave the building. No one can come in here. Jesus. And so when we talk about this, it's, you're, you're going under the authority of Jesus Christ. He's given us the authority. So let's get over ourselves. Let's quit saying we're going. And let's actually start going. Let's make it real. Justin prayed earlier. He mentioned these little sparks of revival that we see in our community. And they're there. Let's see more. Let's make more. Let's share more. So that people will know Jesus. So their lives can be fulfilled completely. That's the whole point of it all. Father, thank you for this team. Lord, thank you for this church that was behind them and supporting them. God, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to continue to be your light, your promise, your focus, your message. I pray, Lord, that there would be a desire in each and every one of us today, beginning today, Maybe reigniting what has, what has dwindled. Maybe reigniting what has, is, is barely even present there anymore. But that we would be people who want to go in your name. We have good news to share. And Lord, I don't want to miss this moment at all. If there are any here who are going, I've heard about the message and I've heard it's good news, but I don't know that it's good news. Father, would, your, would, would the hearts and the ears of those who do not know you hear and know in this moment that you have given everything, your son, Jesus Christ, as a sacrifice for their sins, for their shortcomings, for their mess-ups and mistakes. You have given Christ 
who gave his life to cover up over all of those things and to give us new life in the name of Jesus. And by understanding that and and believing in that, we are your sons and daughters. We are your children. Lord, I pray that 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 is known today, celebrated today. Lord, we love you. I pray that our worship now would be even just a a tiny glimpse, a tiny expression of what we truly feel, what we truly believe, what we truly know about who you are. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.